I don't want to get into it. And ain't nobody gonna stop me. Front yard both times. <laughs> Fucking bath towel boy over here. <laughs> Bro, I, I think you're I think you're spot on though when you said people can see genuine shit or see right through all the bullshit. Even if they don't want to admit it, I think they genuinely can see it. So I think that's why some people lean on like if you give some people advice, it no one really like takes it a hundred percent, but I think people would definitely think about it more, be open to listen more. Well, yeah, if, if people are giving you advice, you already kind of have your own mindset on what the situation is. And if people give you advice that doesn't just placate along to what they're kind of reading, like kind of feeling you out and just giving you advice to please your side of the story, they give you genuine advice, then it's almost just like a, yes, I actually will take this into consideration. If not, I will respect you a lot more for giving it how it is and not just trying to please me. Oh. All right. Sorry. Where's in cut out? All right, where were we? <clears throat> um, I don't know. People will... What I like you said is people will consider it because I don't think anyone t- fully takes anything that anyone says. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, like the the best advice that you can get is advice that doesn't just go fully along with your story and kind of questions you. It, it challenges you mm-hmm. to think a little bit outside of the box rather than someone just placating into your emotions, your side of the story, because that's easy. I mean... All that is is venting for the other person and having someone to vent to that is not going to challenge what they have to say. Yes. Actual advice is very, it's very hard to come by, but when you get it, you know that you're getting it because you will actually take it into consideration and think differently like, hey, this isn't someone who doesn't give a shit. They're actually giving me their genuine input. And the fakest thing you could see right through when someone is just going through the motions and yeah. waiting for you to be done venting. And then that's that. Right. Yeah. They just and, wait for their turn to talk, really. Yeah. And almost kind of wait for the, the storm to be over until the venter is done, you know, having to say what they have to say. And then it turns into, well, that sucks. That sucks, man. Sorry, you got to do this. <laughs> that, that's, that's the worst it. response ever. Anyone? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I know that sucks. That's what the fuck I keep yeah, talking you're telling about. You about it. <laughs> yeah, that's it, huh? Yeah, that yeah, that's the worst response. So definitely, never do that, people, listeners. Never just respond yeah. with that. You got to like. <clears throat> I mean, just to show that you care, minimum, you have to be like. I don't know, involved a little bit and like pick out parts of the stories. I mean, like as someone who's really paying attention and really cares about what, what you're going through, they're going to do that anyway. But like you at least have to, you know, do a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess the main thing is like the person venting will spot that instantly if they care or not. They're like, Oh, okay. Well, they don't really care. So I guess we can move on. Blah. And a hard thing is, like, if, if you're the one coming to someone with problems and 
you're talking to the person that you chose to, you know, share the problems with. And it could be a scenario that they just can't relate and they don't really have any advice to give you. Yeah. As the person reciprocating the advice is like, Hey, I don't, I can't relate. All I can really do is listen. And sometimes, you know, event sessions, all you really need, but don't offer advice just to say shit because it could be, could be bad advice. Yeah. Even if they consider it and then in there in the moment where they have to pick up and a road to go down and like, well, maybe I'll go this way. Cause that's what so-and-so said. Like you gotta, <clears throat> yeah, definitely don't just give all willy nilly advice. Like, well, you know, in this movie once, Maybe I'll just yeah. maybe I'll just say what happened in this movie. It worked out really good, you know. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> but I, I really liked, uh, you know. I said like people consider it because I don't think anyone a hundred percent does, like fully, like take a hundred percent. But I also like, you know, when you said challenge the other person because if you're talking to someone and you're really at like a fork in the road and you're really unsure which way to go. If someone just agrees with you, it doesn't really help the other person out because they're like, this is what I'm thinking and I'm still mm -hmm. confused. So if you disagree with them, they're like, well, okay, they're agreeing with me, but that didn't really answer anything because they're just agreeing with what I've been thinking, but also it doesn't really push me one way or another because they're just agreeing and then you're in the same spot. So I like, you know, like challenge, like, you know, we've been through plenty of shit in our lives and gone down plenty of stuff like it's good to make the other person think a lot like hey well what about this and maybe even word it in a different way that they haven't thought or even like spin this one thing like okay well you're saying it this way well what if this little piece changes like that could change oh, yeah. the whole perspective of it you absolutely know? and and if you're not sure exactly how to you know, quote unquote challenge and you just don't know, like you don't want it to come off wrong, lead with that. If it's some, if it's genuine advice, if it's genuine, you know, something that comes in your head and you don't want to piss off or offend the person that has come to you, you know, seeking advice then just say, Hey, I don't want this to come off wrong. This is just kind of how I'm thinking. Boom. And then that way, at least it started off like that. You didn't just blurt it out. Yeah. At least let them know, Hey, I'm, I'm considering the other side here and I'm going to make you think because if I don't make you think, then we're just going to go down the same road bashing or agreeing or just event session together. Is that what you really want? Or do you really want some help? Yeah. Cause that's the only way to really get help is to get challenged a little bit because you're already stuck. Otherwise you wouldn't be talking to somebody about your problem because then you'd already have the answer. And if somebody just agrees with your, your position that you don't really know, then, then you're going to stay stuck. So I a hundred percent, that is the best way. And honestly, I think truer friends will challenge you more or make you think a little bit more than just like, to me, like a lot of fake friends will be like, Oh yeah, man, you know, Fuck that. That's stupid. Blah, blah, blah. It's like a, it's like a hype man. 
That's the hype man in the <laughs> right. background. Right? Like you're on stage and you got your fucking backup dancers yeah. just fist pumping behind you. Oh, yeah. And you're like, you know what? I was right the whole time. <laughs> Say it with me. Right. All the time. Right. All the time. <laughs> That's like the worst thing that could happen. The worst thing. Because then when you leave, you're like, fuck, well, what do we do fuck, now? I guess I was right all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I was right, but am I really right? It yeah, it doesn't feel like it still. I yeah. feel like that I'm in the same position, if not worse, than before I talked to this person. Yeah, I just got a bunch of hype men. Yeah. I am right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, it, it's definitely <clears throat> different. I think conversations like that will absolutely change throughout stages of your life because – as, as a younger person going through those conversations, you haven't necessarily lived a ton of life and maybe you have, and maybe you, you know, you're young, you can give great advice, but you will definitely notice the, the level of conversation that you have with somebody that you actually truly care about. You'll, you'll seek advice from certain people later on that you would never have seek advice through in the past, but, you you'll you'll find those relationships and you'll you'll know who to go to when you need that actual advice yeah and it could be the same person or you could be you know you got a couple buddies and one through been through something similar and you might seek that person out more than the other one but i mean all i know is the older i've gotten like the smaller your friend group gets because there's only certain people who you can you you can you tend to spot it out, you know, unless you're just still getting blown up in the club and seeking out friends and you know attention. <clears throat> but if you're past that stage, then your friend group gets a little bit smaller. Because then, to be honest, you can only care so much for so many people. So, yeah, I can care about certain people, but like you're gonna care more about other people and they're going to take more of your attention and then that's just the way it goes and so you're going to seek out more of their attention and honestly i mean the way i see it is i mean yeah you have like friends and stuff and you get along with more that tend to be your best friends but like for me at least what i've kind of noticed is the people who've been through more shit or tend to be like my better friends or whatever because we've all been through shit and hard shit. And then you go through tough shit. And I don't know, the people who haven't been through anything, you're like, fuck, man, I've been going through a lot. You haven't been through that much. Like, the I feel like the maturity level is so much lower. So it's harder to hang out with them. Because mm -hmm. especially if you haven't had a, a deep connection with them prior. Like they could be not as experienced in life, but you guys have been through a lot and, you know, have an understanding. There's obviously certain conversations that you can't directly relate to them, but it just depends on what type of advice they give back to you. Like if they're, if they're willing to try and see it from your perspective and actually take in all that advice, that's one thing. If they've been through it themselves, it's easier to relate because they already have, you know, a blueprint, so to say. They 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 know they've been down that road. Right. But not to say that, you know, 
people that haven't been through what you've been through or age level, or, you know, it, it sometimes it, you just have to understand that there's a connection on how someone actually cares about you individually and their maturity level, because someone could be 10 years older than you been through a hell of a lot of shit and they could be the most immature and worst advice. And that's <laughs> not some advice you're going to follow. Yeah. You recognize it. <clears throat> Right, hundred percent. Like, hold on a second. All right, we're back. So, um, and we're back. We're back. Um, yeah, like, like people can, you know, I don't know, more like avoid their problems and deal with them. So just because they're older doesn't mean they have great advice. But also, you know. But I've noticed, like, me and P have been best friends for, I don't know, a long time now. We've been on each other for a long time. But uh, one thing, like, I notice, like, when we get into, like, you know, some pickles or, or stuff like that, even if we haven't been through that exact situation, like, I know I tend to, like, you know, look at, like, life in general. Like, okay, well, you know, I've been through a lot of life experiences. So I'm like, okay, well, let me, you know spin it this way to have you see the world a little bit different. Maybe not that same situation, but maybe like people in general, because, Mm -hmm. you know, like I know people pretty well and I, you know, I can spot patterns pretty well and stuff. Like I just have, you know, my take on life and view on the world and, and I've been through quite a bit of shit. So like I have a certain type of view, maybe not on that specific one. So I might just be like, okay, well, you know, I don't know everything about this, but, you know, maybe this person is, you know, thinking this way or that way because of this is what's going on. And that's kind of what I see. Let me let me connect some dots so that I can relate it to what I know. Yes, because I'm not I'm not familiar with your specific situation, your your situation in general. But this is how I would relate to your situation, which is giving advice even though it's not directly going to answer my question it gives me an outside perspective on how to sort of you know kind of navigate the problems that i'm coming to you with right which is all you can really do if if you don't have a you know direct specific answer and someone's coming to you with situations that you can't directly tell them this is you know what i would do all you can do because the this is the direct this is what I would do is a bullshit answer. That's just yeah. kind of like you haven't really put much thought into it. You put yourself in that situation and it's like you've hopscotched over all the emotional things that led to that situation. Yeah. And it's like this is what I would do. Easy. Yeah. If I were Easy in your answer. shoes. But you can never be in their shoes because you have not you haven't gone through the emotional attachment or anything that led up to that point you haven't been going through that you don't know what happens behind closed doors you don't know you're not there you only see the surface level shit so if you're like oh on the surface yeah it's fucking easy but people you know you have emotional attachments and connections to certain things in life so that's the main reason you're having a struggle with the you know the problem anyway is because of the emotional attachment so mm-hmm. you can't even relate to that. So that's why I think, you know, it's garbage to even try to do that. Everybody, oh, well, I would do this. Yeah, it's fucking easy, bro, to do that shit. 
Because you have to deal with any of the consequences. Yeah, you leave that conversation (laughs) and all of a sudden you're on to your regular life. Like that, none of that is is part of your the next hour, the next day. They have to still deal with that and they're coming to you talking to you about it. So if anything, try and relate as much as you can and show actual genuine interest because you never know. The smallest little bit of advice that comes from a source that is just like not related to what you're going through, but something that they tried to relate to your situation could kind of, you know, sway their thinking and make them think of something that they never even thought of. Like you, you've changed my outlook on how I should think about this. Yeah. I mean, you can maybe say like a similar story and be like, Hey, I don't know if this will connect, but you know, I'm going to say it or right. I got the situation, you know, or, you know, sometimes I'll even be like, well, you know, I haven't been in this spot, but I have been in a low spot before. And mm-hmm. I got out of it by doing these things to maybe even try to help the person, you know, get out of that mental, you know, darkness or, you know, low spot what they're going through. Like, hey, well, I don't know. I can't help on this, but I can maybe help you get up to a better spot where you're thinking more clearly. You know, <clears throat> there's a lot of things you can do if you genuinely give a fuck about that person. There's a lot of things you can do. And that's a, the biggest thing is that you will you'll fully understand who genuinely gives a fuck because it's it's so easy to filter through those people who are just going through the motions like oh, well you know what fuck that fuck the her fuck blah 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 let's let's go yeah, get drunk fuck let's that just, bitch. You know, get your get let's get your mind <clears throat> off it yeah like all that is just like do you really care or are you just you know trying to play a role of <laughs> I'm I'm an open ear yeah cuz are you really are you just like you know trying to live up to a Oh, you know, I've I'm such a good friend to you. Let's just go get drunk and forget about it. Mm. Yeah, it'll be yeah, fine until the morning. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, I'm not gonna answer that text because he's actually having to deal with it all over again because I didn't help him one bit. Yeah, stupid. And then he's hungover. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's. Uh... I don't know. It's definitely not hard to spot them out. I mean, if you're looking or if you like, you know, you'll know, like if you're, you know, the one seeking out, you know, that advice or that whatever you want to, you know, the problem solving, like you'll know in your gut instantly, you'll be like, fuck, man. Well, I don't really answer anything. He just wants to get drunk. Well, fuck it. I guess we'll get drunk, but. You might not seek out, you know, advice from that dude ever again because you're like, well, he didn't help me out at all. You could tell he just didn't care. Yeah, not one bit. He got me drunk as hell, sure. <clears throat> sure. But that's, that's about it. Yeah. And another thing, like, you can tell someone cares because if they're, like, fully invested in it, because it, <clears throat> it takes time, like, to go yeah. through this stuff. Like, it might take a couple hours. It might take, like, four or five hours. You don't know. But if they're fully invested in paying attention and trying to help you through this, then that's definitely a way to spot out a good friend. And that's definitely one thing that you you have to hold on to because in certain situations, you might not need those answers. You, you might not need any immediate guidance or you just do things your own way. But 
when it comes to a person like even if you're just slightly confused or don't even know what to feel and you go to reach out to that person if they don't text back then you're going to be upset if but the ones that you do know are going to text back immediately and will have all the fucking knowledge in the world even if it's not what you want to hear they're going to respond and it's going to be like okay well this is what i got going on but what do you need and they will work you into whatever the hell's going on yeah like hey i got dinner with the family but come over after that or whatever and we can hash it out whenever like you know hard to come by though people that's the hard truth though is yeah we speak on this on like oh we had to spot it but if you don't have anyone in your life you should probably go and try to find one because you're gonna need it because life is fucking tough and you don't need these weak ass friends say that sometimes you you need to initiate it yeah just actually invest if if there's someone that you you really get along with don't put a knife in their back in any point in life because they'll hold on to it. Yeah. Stick to a good friendship if you got it because you never know down the road how valuable that friendship is going to be. Yeah, 100%. And it and it takes you giving too as the other side of it. You have to give and do the same thing to them, which – you know, if it's a, if it's a true friend you genuinely care, it's not even tough. You're like you don't even have to think twice about it. Like, oh yeah, I got you. What's up? What do you need? <clears throat> you know, it, I won't speak on the women because yeah, I know how it is for guys. I think I don't know how girl mentality is. I know girls are. This is just me saying. Girls feel like more more petty and more catty. maniacal. Yeah, for whatever reason, they are. I feel like they have a hidden agenda. Yeah. I mean, girls, I think, genuinely care, but, like, because they're natural, like, nurturers and stuff, but, like, to each other, I don't know. Like, just the, I mean, I can't speak. Yeah, the interactions that I've seen to each other is terrible. A lot of the times, I'm like, they're not a good friend at all. Like, I would slap the shit out of my friend. (laughs) i don't understand girl friendships very well so to all you ladies listening i'm sorry i don't have good advice at all to give to a a woman-to-woman relationship i know how the boys do it and even the boys have their own little drama but the boys can filter it out and we can actually decide what's a good friendship i feel like girls have a tough time actually figuring out who's a friend who's a friend because one little incident can change an entire friendship and then it's over and then it's just shit talking. And then it's like, what the fuck? What happened? Where'd my friends go? So how genuine is it? Yeah. That's the thing is, um, like I, I really truly believe that like, you know, sorry ladies again, but you're, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like girls in general have a bunch of shitty friends. They might have, like, one true friend, but I feel like they're if they have, like, three or more friends, like, majority of them are shitty, and they don't really care. I've seen it time and time and time again. Cause, yeah, I've watched Mean Girls <clears throat> plenty of times. Oh, plenty of time. 
<laughs> that was the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. <laughs> but I, I've seen some girls, you know, talk to each other and genuinely care and like work out stuff. But here's what I did notice about it <clears throat> is they try to sway the opinion really hard to whatever way they want it to go because I feel like again they want it to benefit them like the on the friend side not the person receiving it they want to like sway it so it like benefits them somehow and I'm like that's the worst thing you could do you should genuinely want what's best for them because if they're your true friend they're not going to fucking leave you in the dust they're not gonna be like oh well thanks for that advice later they're like no right. like we're gonna that's my friend I'm not just gonna abandon them at least for dudes, that's exactly how it is. <clears throat> you know, it's it's a weird concept for me, like guys and girls. I know we're different, but it's so different to actually see it firsthand and to be like, damn, like they don't really care that much, you know. And then all, all grown up, you I mean, plenty of people that you hung out with, you you saw a number of girls that are like, ah, I don't have any girlfriends. I just have guy friends because girls are too much drama. And it's like boo. me. I like I, boo. <laughs> like my daughter, my daughter's going to turn 10 here soon. And I even see the little girl drama going on at 10 years old. And I'm yeah. just like, ah, I'm not, I'm not equipped to know what to say here. Like, I don't know. I don't know how maniacal, like all I have is like, my upbringing, my friends, my guy friends. I've, and don't get me wrong, there's been plenty of drama in my friend group as guys growing up. Don't think we don't have drama, but the dust settles and it's almost like a, a, a sifter. Like it filters out the ones you don't need. Yeah. And then the ones that stay, boom, there you go. It's not that easy. I don't feel like for the girl side. Yeah. Just, I mean, P, how many times you've been around like a girl, you know, girl, girl conversation and just, you know, been a fly on the wall for a minute, whatever you're doing, gaming or whatever. And like just hearing some of this shit and you're like, what in the fuck? <laughs> I mean, too many times. And yeah. by the end of it, it's just like, holy shit. Like I, I almost end every single time with just like, I am glad that dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Like, <clears throat> yeah it, it's it's weird dude i've only i've only heard like a few genuine conversations i mean um <clears throat> one of them's been like like a parent and you know i don't know like a like a, a younger like a cousin or like you know something a little bit of age gap or whatever or like a <clears throat> you know an aunt and a I don't know, sister-in-law or, or whatever, you know, whatever, like family type stuff. I've only seen a little bit, but I've only seen like a few like genuine stuff. The other ones I hear like, like, cause the genuine I think is like when <clears throat> the party's kind of staying neutral and be like, Hey, well, you know, what about this? Like, maybe think of it this way. I'm gonna challenge you a little bit, but I'm not going to be on this side or that side. And then I see the other ones and they're just like, nah, fuck that dude. You know, like, <clears throat> he's yeah, a hype man. Yeah, seriously. And it's, it's like a teeter-totter. It's like, all right, your turn, my turn. Yep. Your turn, my turn. 
that's how the conversation goes until you know the fat kid sits on their teeter totter and then it just stays in that one spot that the conversation <laughs> is just going to go that direction. Yeah. And mm. it's it's weird because you think about how much talk is like, oh, like men are emotionless. Like they don't like to speak about their emotions and whatnot. And I'm just like, that is that is so like not true because I I speak about my emotions plenty to my wife. I, I mean, we've had plenty of conversations, but it doesn't mean yeah. I'm flying off the hinges and we're just, you know, gossiping and just going crazy. It's just we do it differently. Yeah. And it's and it's, uh, you know, you know, you know, the timing of it, like, you know, we're not going to have this conversation, you know, in a big group of dudes. <clears throat> You know, like, yeah, seriously. But, it, you know, one on one, like, we, there's something on our mind or something weighing. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it because we'll be like, hey, bro, this has been fucking bugging me. Or even if you'll just start bullshitting a little bit and you'll kind of like lead into it. And then away the conversation goes. Like, it, mm-hmm. dudes, I think, talk more about it to each other. You know, I mean, I don't know. There's, I, a, there's a trust factor. Yeah. I, I know a on the internet and factor. stuff, like, everybody's you know, bash like, oh man, this and that. And they suppress. Yeah. You suppress everything, which, you know, some dudes do, but I think a lot of dudes, if they have somebody to open up to, if they have like a good friend, they'll open up to them. Cause life fucking, it's fucking tough. So to keep it all in isn't healthy because you're just confused, figuring out all the time. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone has to fail. That's the only reason you become wise. That's the only reason I know a bunch of shit. Cause I failed a bunch you know, and been knocked down. Life hits hard, but you get back up, dust yourself off, and then you, you know, figure it out. But if you have somebody to lean on a little bit to get, and that's why I think, you know, when you said like challenging the other person, and it's not like challenging them like, hey, well, you're a fucking moron, you know, and being like, well, you're a dummy, don't, you know, don't do this. It's more like, hey, let me challenge your thought process and let me put a little spin on it to maybe see the other side or to see things a little bit different. That's the challenging part. So they have to actually think and get out of their own. Because, you know, when you're the problem, you're a one-way lane, one-way highway, and you're like, hey, this is where I'm going. I'm stuck. I don't know how to get off this highway. Can I? There's an exit here. Should I do it? Maybe. I don't know. And then the other person's like, well... You know, there's like four other highways right next to you. Hey, you don't have to take the busiest road, man. You yeah. Can, you can go take this street or this street. But that's, I think that's the thing is because you get so focused on that this is the only way to go. And you have to, and sometimes the, the other person that you're, you know, they come to talk to you about a problem and the other person thinks of it one way, you think of it differently you almost have to kind of meet in the middle and be like, all right, well, maybe they're not wrong thinking this way, but at the same time, maybe you could think this way. Just try and bridge a gap because right now y'all are in an interstate going two different directions. What What's to say that there's not two different roads that'll kind of meet in the middle? And you, you got your blinders on, blinders on, just mutual party, just, hey, think of it this way. And it's usually not very far off of what, they're already saying. Oh, yeah, just, dude. I don't know how many times you've done that for me. Like, just been like, well, because, you know, when you're in the moment, you're going through the problem. So many emotions are, you know, fired up for you. 
way higher than normal. So you're not thinking super clear. You're just thinking emotionally or like, Hey, like this is what I've been through. Like, this is what it is, you know? And you keep thinking that and you're like, and the other person's like, well, I don't have any emotional attachment. So maybe think of it this way, you know, like a calmer perspective or different Well, you've already spent hours thinking of it. Oh, guaranteed before you talk, you know? Yeah. I've, I've, you know, spent minutes thinking about it. So this is going to be my natural reaction. I can view it this way. And then also have the understanding that you have been thinking about it for so long. So I can, I could go down that road with you, but that's not what you need. That's not what you want. It's just like, that would be the easy street, which is the not genuine friend. It's going to be, all right, let's think of this way. Just to change your mind a little bit. Not even change your mind, just make you think. Yeah. Make and you it's, think differently. And it's not even like, it's not even like, hey, well, this is what I think to change your mind. It's more like, hey, what about this perspective? Let's go down this road together. This new road. Yeah. You know, let's, you know, talk about this real quick so we can maybe back and forth together on that. You know, it's not like, oh, well. There is this highway you could go down. There's this one. Because yeah. that's another decision for them. You could be like, hey, well, think of it this way and pose like a question, see what they say. And then, okay, well, let's go down this road together and we'll fucking hash it out, man. Like, we'll figure it out. Well, I can't tell you how many times that we've had conversations together, vice versa of, you know, situations we're going through. And then the conversation will go down this way. And then just be like, hey, by the way, I don't believe in this. I don't believe, you know, what I'm saying. I'm just opening your mind to a possibility. Yes. Because maybe this is both of us together. Maybe we don't think this way, but the third party that we're talking about could be thinking this way. So let's explore it together and see if that's a, a you know, possible option. Yeah, that is, that is a tough one. I mean, devil's advocate, it's good, you know, but it, it's sometimes tough to think that way, but... When you go down that road, you're like, okay, well, at least you can see a different side of it. So you're not just like, well, this is the only way. Well, if it was the only way, then you'd already made your decision and you wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, and then you're you're right. You're right. The way you're thinking is absolutely right, and that is the worst thing because I could tell you're right the whole time, and then it doesn't fix anything for you. Yes. It's just like, okay, so if I've been right this whole time, why the fuck am I talking to you about it? Mm -hmm. I already know what I need to do. I already know my answer. You're not coming to me because you're right. Yeah. I'm not coming to you because I'm right. <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. If, that's, not the, that's not the point <clears throat> of it. No. Yeah, otherwise you would have no debate. That, dude, I also want to say that... um on this kind of topic, like if you go through something that's really bugging you, sit on it for a minute. Don't go out and ask for advice instantly. Do not do that ever, 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 ever. Because what happens is, is <clears throat> you don't get a chance to process your own feelings and how you feel about it. So the second you call up somebody, they're going to sway you in a direction, good or bad, doesn't matter, but it's not you. You can't actually think about it. You should sit and think about it for a minute, like a 
maybe even a day, a week, whatever. And then once you've actually processed and then you're in a, you know, a fork in the road where like, Hey, it's still bugging you. Then talk to somebody. But it, the second it happens and you fucking call somebody, it's gone for you. It's lost. Now it's the other person's opinion because you're in that vulnerable state where you can get swayed in a direction or now you're thinking like they do when that's you've, not you. You've robbed yourself of the ability to process it by yourself before you seeked advice. Seeking advice is, is you know, almost what you need to do a lot of times because you don't want to be a one-track mind, but don't allow yourself to seek advice before you've made up your own goddamn opinion and process it yourself. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up because I, I texted you before we got on that I was saying I was a, having a shitty evening, and that was the l- same almost verbatim words that I was <laughs> saying to, to my wife was, this is what I'm going through. I just need to allow myself to process what's going on before I give an emotional response to what is happening Yeah, because I need to allow myself to process this. I don't want to get mad. I don't want to give anything right now. I just want to sort it out before I emotionally just blah, burst something out. Yeah. That I'm going to regret because <clears throat> it will be regret. And then I have to go over that whole hurdle of well I didn't really mean that I was just you know upset avoid all that just yes just kind of learn how to take it in and if it's too much it's too much reach out but if it's something that you can actually sit there and figure out for yourself and it might not be the answer but at least sort it out so you have a a direction that you want to have a conversation with and not just scatterbrained yeah. <clears throat> so I, I guess let me, I could clarify, I guess for me and your listeners, but like, so when you, when you say that, so, um, you, uh, you want to, you want to sit with it. Like, uh, is it something about like them personally or something that, you know, happened in general and you want to just process it? <clears throat> is it like something that happened like with that person in front of you? Well, in my particular instance, it was, it was a text exchange, you know, on a sensitive subject that I've been dealing with over a little, you know, a little bit. Yeah. But I, once I got that text, I, my immediate emotion, you know, I was just, I was angry. I was kind of hurt and I could have easily just flew off the hinges and responded. And yeah. I would have had to wake up tomorrow, not fully processed it. The only thing that would have been, in front of me was my angry response, my hurt response yep. on something that I hadn't even fully processed yet. And, you know, 12 hours later when I woke up and read that and hadn't gotten a response back, I wish I would have backtracked and been like, well, now that I had time to think of it, I didn't really mean it this way. I didn't mean it this way. I've had time to process it. And now you have damage control to do yep. Yep. when you didn't even need damage control. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was clarifying. Because like, if it's someone like on the phone or somebody says something or text message, you know, especially <clears throat> I feel like that kind of stuff um, is is a lot easier to, to chill on, you know, and to process because yeah. um, it's you definitely have to. I think it's a definite like skill 
to like if someone's right in front of you battling with you to like mm-hmm. take a deep breath then because that your emotions are so high that is a, like a learned controlled behavior i guess is i don't know that was the only reason i asked we don't have to get into it but <clears throat> uh, I, I like where it's going though it, mm-hmm. it kind of separates the the conversation difference between a uh, an opportunity to to read a text and sit on it rather than a conversation between two people face to face because there there's definitely skill gaps and different ways to deal with it. Yes. You have you have time to sit on a text, you have time the thing is a text is two ways. Two different texts could be interpreted two different ways more than that. But the longer the silence, the more the mind wanders. Yep. And the more opportunities come up. So if you don't know how to immediately respond, the the easiest thing to do is just almost like, I don't know how to respond to it. Just let me process this. Yeah. Because I don't want to say anything. Because, I mean, thoughts can come up so quickly. Just be like, oh, this is what that text means. And then, boom, fire back. Yeah. And then you think about 10 minutes later, it's like, especially if they don't respond back after you send that text. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, I'm an idiot. That's not what I meant. Fuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because no response (laughs) is a response. Oh, yeah. And it's it's almost like, it's almost as bad as K. Just the K. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. I mean, K is the worst response. No response is second second worst. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Okay. But, but yeah, I mean, to your point, like the the communication is definitely different between like a a text response like that and a face to face interaction because. I find myself when I don't know the answer, I will sit and kind of stare off into space and just be like thinking about it. Mm. And I, I know I should say something here, but now I've kind of just wandered off into to thinking. And it depends who you're having the conversation with, but true. Sometimes you're like I just I don't know what to say right now. I I don't know exactly how to respond to it, but be just open. Say, hey, I'm not mad. I'm not pissed off right now. What you said could potentially piss me off later, but I haven't processed it yet. Right. I mean, just, just you know, if you don't know how to respond and you know that you're going to fire back with some shit, especially face-to-face, you can even say, like, hey, just give me a minute. You know? If, and, I, and I know uh, it's tough. It's super tough. I mean, especially, you know, all the shit that's been going on in my life lately. Like, it's tough because you know, emotions are high and you can flop the handle easy. And sometimes you do, and you just got to be like, all right, well, you know, backtrack or whatever. Be like, Hey, well, that was just my anger. Like, you know, but if you, you know, if you got a level head and it's normal shit and something does piss you off, you can definitely be like, Hey, just give me a minute. You know, let me, let me, Oh, it's, it's a skill. It's like, it's like a learned behavior for sure. Like it takes a lot of practice and a lot the of funny thing is shit. When it when it comes down to hey, give me a minute, it's like word for word, give me a minute. Like <laughs> that doesn't mean interject <clears throat> ten seconds later mm-hmm. and be like, Well, why do you need a minute? It's like, no, no, no. I need a minute ten now. Yeah. Because you didn't give me a minute. Like yeah. I need a minute. Yeah, don't let I, me go for I, a driver. I, I'll leave the house. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, I'm I'm gonna drive a mile a minute. 
I'll be a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a slow ride. <laughs> you don't want what's within this minute. Just just give me the damn minute. Yeah, like yeah, and on the other side of it, if you're the one asking it and they want a minute, just give it to them because if you pester them, you're gonna get a more aggressive response than you ever wanted to begin with. Because yeah, you're poking I mean, the bear. It's very true. Just and it, is that really much to ask for? A minute. <laughs> Seriously though. Like, hey, One just, minute. just let me process that. Because a lot of the times if say you're in a fight with, you know, your spouse or you know, a friend or whatever. <clears throat> like there's a lot of emotions going on. There's a lot of like information to take in. And when you get hit with something that shakes you a little bit or fires up anger or, or, you know, hurt or something like you're poking a wound on somebody. So you're going to get anger or like a hurt response. So if they have enough, power or control or discipline to be like hey or if they take a minute to respond like i know for me like sometimes i'll sit there it might seem like ages for them but i'll sit there for like a solid minute and just be like okay let me process that and let me just go through how i feel real quick and let me go through like my response back or it's not even like word for word like i don't like you know like Hey, say this, 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 <clears throat> but I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, okay, well, let me go down this road. This is where I want to go because of what I processed for a second, you know, and, and I'll be processing. I, I feel like really fast and it might take a minute. And then you say something like calm and like, okay, well, this is what's going on for me. And here's why. But if you, you know, if somebody fucking sits there and be like, oh, well, you don't have a response. I'm like, I am processing my response. If you want my anger, I will fire it right at you right now. You realize this minute is for you, right? Like, I'm, yeah. I, I, I could, I could <laughs> fire off us. a second if you'd like. <laughs> I, need, I need this minute to gather myself and put these words into the right way to not only come off wrong, but to not you know, hurt your feelings or make you mad or, or just say something that I didn't really want to say to make me seem like an asshole because I didn't know exactly how I wanted to say it because I didn't get the time to actually cook in the microwave. Yeah. Like I need some time to cook. Yeah. Give me a second. Yeah. Seriously. Takes butter 10 seconds to melt. Fuck. Yeah, well, it'll take me less than one to <laughs> melt my fucking, melt you. Yeah, right? So, like, just know, people, that if somebody takes, like, a second to respond, they're probably processing it. And they're probably thinking of how to word it so you don't say something super offensive or not how they mean because emotions are high. And just also know that that is a skill and... They probably learned that skill from firing back way too much too often. They're like, hey, I need to think about what I say because I'm fucking up too much. Like for me, I would just fire back and I'm like, fuck, man, I shouldn't say that. So I learned to just chill out for a minute and be like, hey, well, let me think about this for a second because that really bothered me. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> you know, like it, it takes a second, to, you know, and it's like a learned, trained behavior almost. So if somebody but you, does that, you just learned know. it. 
Yeah. You've learned it because you've gotten fucking burned from not taking the minute before. Exactly. Like, what a loop. <laughs> right? That's how you learn though. You fucking fail and crash and burn and you're like, fuck man, I don't want to do that again. After I've done I it. I should do I that, mean, so I'll take a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean to tell me you're mad at me for taking a minute <laughs> and you give me a minute? What? Yeah. You know, so I guess, you know, if you're ever talking to somebody and they take, just let them have it because you don't want to poke them. Just you're going to get such a better response from them. And that's the response they're trying to avoid. Yeah. Taking the minute. Yeah. They're like, hey, let me word this so I don't keep, you know, like this aggressive behavior because otherwise it's going to be a back and forth tit for tat, blah, blah, blah. Like if you take a minute, like, okay, well, let me just say what's actually going on. Or, you know, maybe if they're like, you know, been through a lot or like matured quite a bit, they might be like, okay, well, this shit is making me feel this way. This is why. Now we can talk about it. Now you know my side of the story, why I'm feeling this way. Now we can talk about it because then you build a little bit of like compassion from the other person anyway. It's like, oh, well, I didn't know that it made him feel that way. So... Maybe because you gave me a minute to to think about it, right? Because <clears throat> otherwise, you like fuck yourself. Don't talk. Next thing you know, conversations take like five hours. It's great. <laughs> so <Yeah>. many minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're not productive minutes. Like five hours of yelling, and soon you know you're tired and pissed off, and you know <clears throat> when you get avoid so, that's, so that's, much little shit. That's one good thing that that. I've, I mean, it's been a, it's been a long road, but yeah. we've, me and my wife has, have really developed a really good communication, um, just process and style. And she, she knows, I'm not even going to say poke the bear, but she knows when not to poke say the bear, <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> fucked up, like not to say anything, but just let me, let me process it because my wheels are turning. She can see, she can see the wheels are turning. And when I actually say something, I've I've gathered everything that I want to say, and I'll say it. And if she has immediate response, you know, so be it. But she also will take time to think as well. So yeah. it's it's just like a it's like a waiting game. Like you gave me that my my little time in court. I'm gonna give you your time in court. And this isn't even like even when it comes to arguing, it comes down to you know much bigger issues. Things are upsetting us, work issues, parenting issues, you name it. It's, I'm not going to step on your toes. I'm going to allow you to, to actually figure out what's going on in your head and tell me about it. Vice versa. Yeah. And it might sound like if you've never done this, it might sound like, Oh, well this, this conversation is going to be so annoying because you're going to be like, Oh, well I say something, wait a minute. They respond. I wait a minute. They respond, I wait a minute. Like, oh, well, I take five minutes to say five sentences. No, it's not exactly like that. Usually one person will wait a minute and then then you'll be like, okay, maybe you wait like 10 seconds and then you respond. And then the other, you know, then it's a conversation after that. If you can get to a point where, you know, you maybe find middle ground or at least you have a little compassion towards the other person because you see where they're coming from. It's not like a standstill conversation for like 10 minutes of like, 10 one-liners 
Now, I used to have a conversation just at certain points in the conversation. There's going to be like time to process it because it's a heavier question or a harder hitter or, you know, Mm -hmm. opens a wound or something like you could have like a 20 minute conversation and maybe like four of those minutes are like a minute gaps. But the rest of them are like decent response time, typically anyway. It's almost just like learning how to not just emotionally respond because emotional responses could I mean, they'll be so sometimes you don't even realize they are almost meant as like a jab and you wish you could take that little jab back because it didn't, you didn't really need to say it, but it happened and that could make the conversation way worse and didn't even need to be said or just like a, I mean, we've all fucking, we're jab Milwaukee's buddy. We fucking jab. I've done that plenty of times and I've, I've also learned how stupid it is to do that. Yes. Like just the little, like, I mean, there's been thoughts in my mind that just, you know, creep up and I was like, Oh, I could say this, but like, why, why would you say that? Or even just like trying to, interject and just be like oh i could say this but it's like what's the point it's i didn't really necessarily mean it i'm just trying to respond to what you said it's yeah. like a defense mechanism yeah and i've done it i mean i mean i've i've learned you know definitely to sit on it and not take those jabs you know or not throw them but <clears throat> i will say you know i as much i've been through and and all my wisdom and all this, I still have done it. You know, I've done it recently just because of anger or, you know, you're hurt and you're just like, fuck this shit jab. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, Hey, well, damn it. Damn it. I probably shouldn't have said that, but you know, and, but sometimes you just don't care in the moment. Like, ah, fuck it. I don't even give a fuck right now. But like, you know, I guess the whole point is trying to limit those. Because nobody's perfect. Everyone's going to maybe still make mistakes or, you know, you're not going to think through everything. But the point is, is trying to make yourself better every day or every conversation and try to get better at it because that's the only way to get better. And then pretty soon you just do it naturally. You sit and think like, okay, well, that's a a lot to fucking process. All right. <clears throat> Let me just chill. That's a skill. It's a yes. skill that is going to be used throughout your whole life yes. your entire life because I mean it, it starts it starts here at that foundation and then you start to realize like how much it's actually affecting your day to day conversation maybe it'll deter you away from being such a hothead it'll deter you away from being so emotional and just being like boom but yes, it, it, almost, it almost teaches you like a, a real value of patience that you need yes you do need in life 100 percent. it's it's so easy to wrap you know a thought that gets brought to you it's easy to wrap your values around it and just run with it it's it's very hard and it's a good skill to not react to those and look around the room especially to your family members and you know everyone who cares about you and apply what that message is to everyone around you. Yes. Million percent, bro. Come to a common ground. Yeah. 
yeah, you you get you got to come to common ground, you know, for both your sakes and whatever relationship it is, whether that's you know friends, family, you know, spouse, whoever. Like you have to have that common ground, and be, because yeah, you might if you just say whatever emotions are popping up at the moment. I don't know if there's news to anyone's, but your emotions change constantly. So if you say something Spoiler stupid. There. Or just because you're emotional at that point, then five minutes later, you know, you calm down or whatever. And all of a sudden you're like, fuck, well. Then you could argue with yourself at that point. <clears throat> yeah. Like, that's how. I mean, that's that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Of I would get to a point where, you know, I'd, I'd do something and, you know, harp on one of my kids or something. And then shortly after, like, God damn it. I shouldn't have said that and then have to go apologize when it was just like the ultimate goal was if I never got to that original point to start all this, because then I wouldn't have to, you know, come back and retract what I was saying and apologize. But that's you're, you're going to have to go through that. And I learn from it every day. I learn from it all the time. I think I got a handle on it. I think I'm doing really well. And then boom, Boom, boom. And then I'm still learning. Oh, yeah. We all are. Every day for the rest of our lives. That's what I try to keep in the back of my mind. Like, I'm still learning. That's why I don't think I know everything. I'm always hungry for knowledge because I don't know everything. And I want to learn. And to your point, P, I think one of the biggest reasons why, for me, why I quit doing it like emotional response and stuff because not only like apologizing sucks and it's like tough and you don't want to do it because uncomfortable but also for the other person they get sick and tired of you apologizing and they they it's a pattern to them like oh well he's fucks up and then he apologizes and then expects everything to be okay after a while it's not okay because then it's just like, Oh, well you can just then, or like for a kid, like you're just teaching them that you can always fuck up and always apologize and everything's okay. Which I don't think Mm -hmm. that's a good lesson, but even as an adult, like say your friend or your spouse, like if you fuck up all the time, it's a pattern and then they lose faith in you. They lose respect. You know, if it's just a constant thing, that's why you want to learn and correct your behaviors. So you don't have to keep doing it. You don't have to go through that uncomfortableness, but also you don't want to put them through that shit and be like, well, all he does is fuck up and apologize. Like, you know, then they can't, then they don't believe you anymore. They don't take your advice. They don't do any of that because then you're just a fucking wild card who just says whatever the fuck. It's, it's funny because it, it comes back to basics so much, like teaching, teaching my children responsibilities and what you're responsible for. And then come full circle to when we're adults in the same in the same conversation you know you're relating he just apologize and everything will be okay that comes back to accepting responsibility and being responsible for your actions for what you're responsible for it's so it i mean it's such a foundation that it just comes right back because you've had that foundation set throughout your life. You get freedom. You're your own adult. And then now it comes back to, to basically following through your own lessons that you were taught. And now that you're going to teach, 
Yeah. It's it's and you it's have so yeah, you have to basic. talk about it's it. So you have to basic. be about it. Yeah, it is so it's basic. So, so basic. Because people pick up on if you're just okay, well he talks about this, but he never follows through or he keeps doing this. Like I know from my experiences, <clears throat> you know, with with uh my wife and stuff, like, you know, if if they keep fucking up and then they keep apologizing, I'm just like I don't believe you anymore. I don't mm-hmm. believe that this behavior is going to change. So why would I believe you or why would I care anymore? And that's not a place you want to be. Like, oh, well, they just say this and then we'll we'll be like, okay, well, that's fine. But if it keeps happening, you're like, it's not fine, okay. Then you build resentment. You know, there's a whole yeah. laundry list of shit that just goes on with it. So the best thing to do is just... Figure it the fuck out and be like, hey, look in the goddamn mirror and mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, I need to figure it out. Like, yeah, people can slip up or whatever, you know, but oh, hey, I'm sorry. Like, you know, old habits, I'm correcting them. But like, if it's a pattern, then people don't give a fuck anymore. And then they quit caring. And then it's just a fucking snowball. It's a pattern. Look at the common denominator. <clears throat> Yeah, it's usually you. And the that. only thing that that you can change in the situation, sadly, is you. You yeah. can change your the way that you approach it, or figure out what you contributed to the problem. Change that, and if it is still a problem, then you can go on knowing that you have fixed your side. You have done what you can. You can look in the mirror and fully in confidence say I did my best and if you look in the mirror and say that you did your best and you don't believe yourself then you already know you didn't do your best so do what you can you know yeah you can't can't lie to yourself you can't lie to yourself that's the best part about looking in the mirror that's why I'm a big advocate of it because when you look at yourself you'll just have this you'll say it and then you have this gut feeling like well you're you're right man we didn't there's Anything that creeps up in your mind, oh, I could have done this, and boom, instantly, right there. Yep. Stop talking, and that's what you need to do. Yeah, that's what you need to work on. And if you you did that, and then there's something else, boom, work on that. But at the end of the day, the end of this life, you are going to be the person that you can make yourself out to be. No one else is going to make this person for you. There's plenty of things and people and opportunities along the way, but you make the best of those opportunities based on you. Yes. That, that's, man, that's stole the word right out from me, dude. I, 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 I more and more, you know, as I live my life, I, you know, find out like I need to take more responsibility for what I'm doing and that could be like, even if someone else is fucking up. So say the same scenario, like, oh, I'll just keep apologizing because of the same mistakes. Yeah, it's on you to be like, hey, I've heard this shit before. I need you to correct it because I can't deal with it anymore. You need to tell them that. You can't just be like, oh, okay, you know, you know, I'll just, it's okay. No, it's not okay, obviously. Otherwise, it's going to keep repeating. So you have to. Be like, listen, this ain't it. You need to correct this now. I'm tired of it. That's what you can control. And then if you're on the flip side, 
you know, if it's the same shit keeps happening, you need to be like, okay, I'm going to fucking correct it. And then you do it. You don't keep saying you're going to do it because that leads nowhere good. All it does is cause so many problems in your life. It causes a lot of excuses. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. I like that. I like that a lot. Because there's there's so much shit that every single day that you, you wake up and you go throughout your day and you can think just, man, if only this changed or if I had this or something else. Like, But what what's the foundation of it? Is it you? Could you change that yourself but you're just putting it on someone else because you already got too much on your shoulders so you feel like you got to pass it on like no worry about yourself and then go from there yeah wait what did you say i, I forgot what did you say at the very beginning of that that was a good one um oh, i can't remember i was just i was just feeling it i was in the <clears> moment i was good i <laughs> something like you know just i don't know, responsibility for yourself but like you gotta um, I don't know. You, you, I don't know. I guess maybe it'll come to me in a second, but you got it. You got to take responsibility for all reactions. Like you just, I think you have to, to do anything in life or to be happier because if you don't, then I think everything's like up in, up in the air. Like you're just kind of flown with the wind and being like, well, it's okay. They keep doing this to me and I just keep being okay with it. And it's probably going to keep happening. And then you're, then you're just going by what everyone else does. But if you're like, hey, I'm going to put a stop to this. I need to do what I need to do. Take control of what you can. Then you feel like you have a little bit more control in your life. <clears throat> and then if things don't correct, then you make your decision then, you know, on what needs to happen. But I feel like you got to, you know, like really, really take responsibility for yourself it's probably like the, one of the main things, especially, you know, I don't know, past year in my life, I've been kind of learning. You just got to like really, it, even if it's not your fault, even if it's <clears throat> Jocko Willink really says it well, I can't quote it. So I'm not going to try too much. I might just do a little, the gist of it is basically, <clears throat> you know, he's saying like, uh, you know, his, his team leader, because, you know, he's in the SEALs. His team leader was like, hey, well, um, you know, we went down to this, you know, I don't know, whatever mission they had to do, and they couldn't do it. And he said, okay, what happened? He's like, oh, here, this happened, this happened. <clears throat> and then he said, he said, you need to take responsibility for it. And he's like, and he said, uh, give me an example. He's like, I'll give you an example. Like, okay, well, oh, it's a thunderstorm. You know, you can't actually, you know, something no one can control. And he's like, oh, well, we can't fire this. He said, well, how could you take responsibility for that? He said, well, I don't know. No one, it's the weather. And he said, well, did you look at the weather report? Did you mm -hmm. say, hey, well, maybe this day would be a better day to do it because there's supposed to be thunder showers? He said, yeah, there might be some things you can't. But he said, if you take responsibility in your mind, like I should have looked at the weather report, I should have been responsible, you know, <clears throat> or like even if someone does something fucked up to you, you know, and, and he was like, you can be like, hey, well, I could have done this prior to prevent it or 
I could have, you know, done this to better prepare myself for a similar situation that I might run into. Like you said, the second you do that, you feel more control of your life because it's on you and you can't put the blame on anyone because that I think is one of the worst habits you can do by saying like, Oh, well it's their fault. They did this. They did this. Well, what's Mm -hmm. your part in it? What could you have done better? And honestly been doing that a lot lately and it's super fucking hard to do to reflect on yourself what you could have done better even though shit's maybe not your fault and you can't do it but you're like, okay well maybe i could have you know been a i don't know been a better husband or been a better friend or you know called up once in a while to a friend and be like hey man how are you doing just seeing how you're doing you know, like just like little shit that you can take responsibility for, you know, because say like your friendship fell off and it was like your best friend. And like, oh, well, he did this to me. I'm upset. He did it. No, maybe you could have called him up and been like, hey, man, how you doing? Are you going through some shit? Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to you for a minute. Like there's always things you can do better in life to get to a place where. You know, maybe things aren't as bad, or at least, you know, you're in control. You're like, Hey, I did everything I could kind of like what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. that, I think if yeah. you have control, like, I feel like you can say that to yourself so much better. Cause you're like, I did everything I could because I was in control of it. The thing is a lot of the, I did everything I could approach is you did everything you could with how you decided to live your life. So that mentality is, yeah, maybe you, maybe really believe you did everything you could, but that's because you hadn't looked behind the curtains of what you actually could have done. And there's definitely uncontrollables for sure, but it's almost a defense mechanism to shelter yourself from, I don't hold any responsibility for these results. I I couldn't have seen this coming. I couldn't have prevented this from happening. When, if you really convince yourself that you believe that that's, that's one thing. But if you look, look at it deeply and just like, and don't beat yourself up over it because there's, you know, there's playing the results. There's obviously things like, Oh, if I did this, uh, this wouldn't happen. But it's almost like a, a stepping stone learning like, okay, I could have done this easily and it wouldn't have been that hard to been a better husband, dad, you know, son, nephew, whatever, like how easy would it have been to do this and allow it to open up different roads for you? Because that just eliminates all the woulda, shoulda, couldas. Yeah. And now you can actually look at yourself and be like, okay, now I have done everything I could. I was saying that before because what I was doing leading up to this point, I couldn't control, but there's so many things internally that, you know, ah, that would have been pretty fucking easy to do. Could have done this. Could have opened up about this. I could have shared this, you know, feeling or emotion or let this person know that this was bothering me in. And now I have to deal with what I, you know, I've done everything I could now but that's really not the truth. 
Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's deep. It's layered. That's for damn sure. Yeah, it's layered. I mean, I'll go through a couple scenarios, you know, real quick, like a hard one, easy one, like just spitballing here. But say like, um, you know, somebody breaks into your home and kidnaps your kid, right? Pretty big scenario. Oh, I couldn't have done anything. Well, okay, but do you have a gun in the home? Do you have anything to protect yourself? Do you have a baseball bat? You know, do you have, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Did you make sure to lock your door, deadbolt it, like make sure every night that you did these things to try to prevent it? Or are you just like, oh, well, you know, that's only on the news. That's only in big cities. That's only this, this, this. You know, like you could do things to try to prevent that. Like if you have a gun in the home or get a dog, you know, people, People are scared to fuck with dogs, especially when they're barking and it's dark. They don't know. They don't want to get bit. Like, there's always something I feel like you can do better or to better prepare. Yeah, and maybe you have a gun in the home. You know, okay, do you, are you trained? Are you, you know, this, that? Like, these are the things you kind of think about. <clears throat> and then on, like, a lighter note, I guess, you know, maybe you had, like, a falling out with you know, your mom or your dad or your cousin or friend or whatever, like, you know, maybe you're just like, oh, well, they did this, but you can always be like, hey, well, did you call them up? Like, say it's your dad or your mom or something. Oh, you know, and you had a fallen out over some argument or something stupid. <clears throat> yeah, but okay, well, did you reach out to them after to try to mend it? Did What could you have done maybe before? And like you're saying, don't beat yourself up, but use that to be like, okay, well, I'm going to change everything and I'm going to make sure that I do these things now. I'm going to make sure to call them up now. I'm going to make sure to make these changes to make my life better now because you can't change the past, but you can learn from it. That's the whole part of failing in life. We're getting knocked down or whatever. Like That's the whole point of it, I think. Is when you fail, you learn. You're like, okay, I don't want that to happen again. I don't want to have another falling out. Maybe, you know, whatever relationship lost with a buddy, but you can make sure it doesn't happen to your next friend or your parent or your cousin, like, because you learn from that. Like, I think, you know, it's huge to just reflect one of the, on yourself. One of, the biggest, one of the biggest hindrances is stubbornness. Like, stubbornness can cloud you from not making the right choice even when you know it's the right choice because of whatever reason i feel like so and so should do this before i have to do this and one of the biggest signs of maturity and you know just being an adult and actually taking control is to knock down the stubbornness wall and just go take it and see the results from there because maybe the other person in the conflict is just as stubborn and you guys are just full standoff until <laughs> nobody's happy. And then you're both pissed off. Yeah. You take the first step. That's, that's huge. <clears throat> and you know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong day to day. I mean, I'm still, I'm as stubborn as they can get. Like I, yeah, me too. I'm, do not, <laughs> I'm, I'm very fucking stubborn. And I, I find myself being like, don't be so stubborn. Blah, blah, blah. And then I argue with myself. That's how stubborn I am. Right? <laughs> yeah. I can't stubborn with your, being stubborn with your stubborn. Yeah. 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 As long as I'm right against me. Yeah. 
<laughs> I win every argument with myself. It's great. <laughs> oh yeah, sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's how stubborn I am. I only argue with myself, so only I can win. Yeah. And my other thoughts are like, no, fuck you. <laughs> I think I think that's good though. Stuff. I'm stubborn myself, and that's and that's uh, that's a really tough one. That's probably been one of the toughest ones to overcome. But if you can. You should. I want to say if you can. You always fucking can. You just should. You can. Like, if it's, uh, say it's a buddy, you know, you got in a little spat or whatever. <clears throat> like, just put your shit to the side and then, you know, talk. And then you, odds are you're going to hash it out. And you might be thinking to back your mind, well, it was only because I reached out. Maybe they'll learn from you doing it, reaching out and being like, hey, like, he reached out. It took a lot for him. Maybe I can do it next time. And it might not be the case. It might be a shitty friend, but, you know, you'll learn the next time. Like, oh, well, he doesn't give a fuck again. Stand still. Maybe not then, but, like, you know, like, people will see that vulnerability that you showed. And I think that, you know, they'll at least learn from it or they'll see it and be like, oh, well, maybe I can do it. it. It's a very bland way of of putting like take the higher road because yeah you might have a grudge but at the end of the day what the hell is it all about like are you really going to hold a grudge for years and years and years over whatever the hell it is right or could it just be settled could it could you hash it out i mean nine times out of ten in scenarios it's just reciprocated and just so like oh a relief like yeah they hit you up like fuck man finally like thank you you know yeah i don't want to be mad anymore either dude and then (laughs) next next thing you know you're just you're boobing yeah i'm sorry dude you know (laughs) you know or whatever like like yeah it just it happens but at least you'll know like we're saying like you will know that you did everything you could at least you'll yeah. know that you'll have that peace. Be like, hey, well, I overcame my stubbornness. These I reached out. Like, I, this is what I can do. This is what I did do. Like, I did what I could. At least you'll have that peace, and you won't have to hold on to the grudge. Because, I mean, I've been holding grudges my entire life, and all it does is hurt you. You got to hold on it to really that shit. Like, it really does. <clears throat> I heard this little quote. Um, I forget where I heard it, but they're saying, um, like, this the guy and the girl were arguing in this on this road trip. It was like five hour road trip, and basically he was just saying like, "Okay, you're gonna hold on to this." <clears throat> He's like, "Hold on to this empty water bottle." It's like, "Oh well, for how long?" He's like, "The entire trip." And yeah, it might seem light at the time, but you hold on to it for five hours. It's probably gonna get heavy as fuck and annoying. And I was like, "Damn, that is such a good metaphor for." holding on to anything because it seems light but it weighs on you after time and then it weighs it gets heavier and heavier and then you don't let it go and then all of a sudden you build resentment and hate or whatever and then all that does is hurt you because you're the one who has to carry that burden not them i mean they might in their own way but it's hurting you and then the end message like it it turns into an empty water bottle and now you're so mad at the person for the burden that you carried yourself when it was an empty water bottle to start 
Yeah, the whole time. It could it could have been just like, hey, this is your empty water bottle. This is what this is why I don't want to hold it anymore. And now it's full of like two hundred gallons. So heavy, it's been killing me. Yeah. And and they just get in their minds an empty water bottle back, like, what the fuck? Why are you holding on to this? Why is this yeah. such a big deal? Yeah, and you could be holding on to it for months. You know, and years. it weighs on you. Years it weighs on you. I mean, I've done it for years holding grudges and then you finally let it go and you're like, fuck, man, I feel way better. That's all it takes. You know, like, I know, you know, you got to process stuff. Don't get me wrong. Or in the moment, yeah, you can't always do that. Maybe on some little shit. If it's heavier, yeah, it might take a minute. But, you know, in the end, you got to, like, let it go or accept it or just, you know, move on because all it does is weigh you down and hurt you. And I'm not perfect. I've done it, you know, plenty of times. But, like, I know in my mind, even if I hold on to something for a minute, I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have to let this go. Maybe not today. You know, tomorrow, but we're going to let it go really fucking soon. If it's something big, if it's something smaller, <clears throat> you got to just learn to like let it go pretty quickly and be like, hey, it's not worth shit. It's a fucking empty water bottle. You're going to hold on to it. It's going to be heavy and you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to ruin this goddamn five hour road trip because of something small. Or you can just let it go and be like, hey, well, all right, I think this way of it, this might bother me, but we're going to move on and we're going to have a good time. And you can enjoy yourself. I've held on to like a case of empty water bottles and I'm slowly starting to drop them off. And throughout my years, it's, it's lightened the load. And I've noticed that I've gotten a lot better at not holding on to shit. Doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I'm perfect. Doesn't mean I won't continue holding on to new shit. But I've learned an ability to start getting rid of them pretty quickly. And that's it, all you can do. It holds on. It does, man. And I think we can all relate to that shit because it it weighs you down so much. Like even if it's something, say, <clears throat> say your spouse does something and it's, you know, the 50th time and you've had enough, you know, like don't let it get to that point one like you empty those water bottles out before you say hey this is kind of bothering me confront it <clears throat> you know i know people always say like oh pick your battles choose your battles you know yes and no like i believe that a little bit but i also believe like you can word it in a way to be like hey like you know this kind of bugs me like i i've been figuring out like there's a difference between who they are as a person and their weird quirks and shit. And then if they're just a habit or their behavior, those that's a big thing that you got to like try to decipher. But if it's just a habit that bugs you, be like, Hey, this bugs me. Can we figure something out? Maybe a little different or st- stop or, you know, if, like, <laughs> yeah, if it's, if it's pick your battles, but it's the same battle that you decide not to take on, then that's going to turn into a war. Yeah. Instead of a battle at some point, if it's just like, Hey, bring it up. If it's continuously bugging you then bring it up because they're not going to stop if you don't say anything. Yes. But that... if, it, if it's, a, if it's a one timer, yeah, 
maybe pick your battle. Don't do it. Don't don't poke that bear. But if yeah. it's something that is going to continuously happen and it's going to be a part of your life and you can't stand it, then just fucking say something. Yeah, like, you know, if you're on a road trip and, you know, your spouse goes and, I don't know, shits or boogers. Yeah, like, you know, like, you've never, ever done that, but all right, well, maybe, maybe we'll let something slide. But, <laughs> you know, if it's a something you've seen before, like day-to-day shit, <clears throat> like, that's what I've learned, and it took... Actually, I used to, you know, bury a bunch of shit and hold on to a bunch of shit and not express how I was feeling and just kind of like wait. You know, it took my wife like pulling it out of me and like forcing it out of me because I would blow up over something small and that was not even the case. I was pissed about this and this and this from before. So I learned like if something's bugging me, just let it out and you'll hash it out then when it's fresh because if you try to hash it out later on, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about half the time. Or you got to bring it up and that moment's passed. But for you, it's so fresh because you've been holding this goddamn water bottle for so long. Like, this thing's so fucking heavy. I remember every moment. And they're like, what in the hell are you talking about? I don't even remember any of it. This guy's carrying a jug of water. Yeah. I mean, when did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at it. I'm at it this whole time. Yeah. Pour me a glass. <laughs> oh, I got plenty of water. Uh, but but if you hash it out then, you know, and just be like, hey, this is bugging me. Or you've done this like, you know, a few different times. Can see it kind of like, you know, it's a habit or behavior or whatever. And like, hey, okay, well, this is bugging me. We need to figure out something here. We need to hash this out right now because it's starting to really bug me. It's so much better then. Then wait until it blows up into something huge. Like you're saying, like a war. I'd rather have a little battle and hash it out and move on than have a war that lasts for three days and, you know, not talking to each other or sleeping on the couch or whatever the fuck is the case. Like, then it's way awkward. Then you're just like, okay, well, we're not going to even speak to each other for three days. And yeah, that turns into a sensitive subject for later when it could have been settled. Yeah, and then you take those feelings to work, you know, or whatever you got going on because you're not speaking to your wife. So it's weighing on you and that's consuming your mind when you could have just hashed it out then for 20 minutes or an hour and then be like, all right, well, we got that out of the way. That sucked. Can we move on? Then a war lasting for fucking days while you got this heavy water bottle still that you're slowly draining. They're just sitting there fighting a war. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the, the biggest <laughs> canteen I've ever seen. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's one of those jugs that you're in the fucking waiting room of a lobby. That, oh, <laughs> the big blue bastards. There's <laughs> carrying that fuck while you're trying to battle. With an extension cord <laughs> keeping her plugged in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is so goddamn heavy. I'm so much more mad now that I carry this fucking water bottle while I battle you. Why are you yelling at me? You see what I'm carrying? <clears throat> Yeah. You want a drink? <laughs> uh, and they don't know what you're carrying. They're like, fuck, man. That's just put it down. Shit. Yeah, they think it's a little water bottle. Instead, you're carrying this fucking massive, you know, water tower on your back. A camel's back. <laughs> right? It's it's just, you know, it's just better. And 
And I don't know if we can tie it into taking responsibility or whatever, but, you know, I think it's your responsibility to bring it up and not hold on to it because that's probably one of the worst things that I've carried over from a child. You know, a lot of shit stems from your childhood and you're, you know, you just have to deal with it. So you learn to just deal with it as an adult or push it down or whatever. But when you do that, turns into a big bomb that you blow up mm-hmm. over something stupid. Like, I'm There's not even there. mad about that. I'm mad about There's this and this. So many things that add on to your plate while you're doing that, while you're fighting off like, oh, no. Like, when you're young, it's not a very big plate. When you start getting out of high school, it gets bigger, and then you start getting into the point of it's like family, all these responsibilities, and it's like, oh, damn, I'm carrying all of this still. Yeah, then your responsibility to still go to work, still pay the bills, still, you know, take care of your family. She had all that stress is on top of what it is. Without, without getting out what was really bothering you before you even really knew it was bothering. Yeah, that's 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 a huge relief is when you get that out of the way. Yeah, and if it's a bad night and you're still a little frustrated, like. In the morning, you'll probably be better. Just know that. Just put down the water bottle. Because, yeah, like you're saying, the older you get, the more responsibilities, the more, you know, everything you have to deal with then. You know, like when you're younger and you're single and you're not have any responsibilities, yeah, it might be easy because you're like, ah, fuck, it doesn't even matter. But when you have responsibilities, yeah, when it's just you, you only have to take care of yourself. When you have to take care of other people and you're responsible for them, and you're responsible for a house or a, you know, you're renting or whatever, and you still got to pay all these bills and your car payment and food on the table. Like, yeah, that puts stress. And then you have to still go to work because you're responsible to take care of these people. So you have to make money. Like all these stresses add up and it's hard enough as is. So when you add so much more to it, it makes life really difficult. And especially things that you can control. You know, if you can't control it and you're like, hey, well, this stuff, you know, kind of fucked me up or, you know, some comes out of nowhere, you know, and blows up your life or whatever. Yeah. You know, you deal with that as is. But if it's just a day to day battle or something stupid and you're holding on to a bunch of shit, all you're doing is making your own life miserable. Oh, yeah, because you you'll go back to like, let's just say even even in this podcast, you can go back to segments and stuff that you're going through. Listen to it like, you know, three, four months later and be like, okay, I was holding on to that clearly. And Mm -hmm. if I only had dealt with it at that point in time, it wouldn't have blown up as big as it did. And it's so easy to say in hindsight, but it's just all about future proofing and preventing it later on learning a lesson, learning how to deal with it and learning how to not let that happen again. Yeah, man, because I've done that. Most went, of it's preventable. Right? Yeah, most of it you can. Like, I went back to di- different podcasts, like, man, that's, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, wonder what I was, you know, thinking at the time or going through because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not where I'm at. I mean, the gist of it, yeah, but, you know, some, some shit, I'm like, man, well, okay, well. You know, or you could even, like you're saying, see something you're holding on to or 
dealing with at the time or going through, like, fuck, man, that was probably weighing on me a lot more than I thought. It's funny because you, you think about your younger self and your, your current self. And even if you can go back to like, you know, when you were 22, 23 and trying to give knowledge to your own self at that time, don't even know if you'd listen to it back then. No. Like your younger self would be like, oh man, what the hell are you talking about? <clears throat> this is what I'm doing. This is my goals. This is my priorities. And you're like, no, I'm literally telling you that this is where you are. So yeah, this is gonna give you advice, buddy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not just Joe Schmo. I'm, you know, you. Yeah, I'm you. In the future, I experienced. Like, listen this. to me. Yeah, this is where it's gonna I, lead you. Yeah, that Veronica Vaughn. <clears throat> and you'd probably still be like, well, right? Does he really know? Maybe I could change this little thing and still keep doing it. And it, no, it's not how it works. But now it's like where I'm at the age I am now, it's like if I was a year ahead and coming back to where I am now, I would be a lot more open-minded. And just like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that's why. I'll follow, I'll follow that advice. Right, that's why, you know, I never think I know everything because there's been plenty of times where I thought I knew how everything worked. And you come to find out that you don't know shit. Half the time, you know what you've experienced, but that's also why, you know, I, I really, really preach a lot. Like failing's okay. I fail all the time. I fail recently. I fail plenty still. And it's for me, like <clears throat> sucks at the time, whatever, but I always try to remind myself that you're just, you're learning, you're learning from your shit because no matter how much hurt or whatever you're going through, like you're like, okay, well you got to learn from whatever's going on. Like you have to. So let's reflect on this and be like, okay, well, how do we fuck up or, you know, what went wrong? And you have to look at it because if you don't, you're going to keep repeating it. <clears throat> and I've done that plenty of times too, but that's why, you know, I feel like we as a, you know, this podcast has, really a lot of great knowledge because we failed so many fucking times in our lives, been knocked down to so many low points and we had to learn to get up, dust again. ourselves off. Yeah. Again and again and again and figure it out. And if we fail again and be like, okay, well now we're going to figure it out, you know? And that's why what we say is not just us preaching, but majority, probably about 99% is just our life experiences and what we've actually been through in life. And then we tell you guys, because that's what we actually have been through and learn from. Otherwise we would just be fucking spitballing from who knows who, or who knows what, or, you know, some cool, whatever. It's how you, it's how you accept failure because if you mm, I like that, you can accept failure as like, I've been defeated or you can accept, accept failure as I'm willing to be taught. There's two different mindsets there. Yeah. If, if you take, if you take failure as like, Oh, I'm defeated, then you can stay down there and be defeated until you realize that failure is a teaching lesson. Then you're not ready to, to learn those lessons. You gotta be, you gotta be willing to accept the back end of failure. 
yes the heart the hard end of failures right there in front of you the the wisdom of failure is right there on the back end of what you, what are you going to do with it mm-hmm. but also it's okay to feel defeated for a minute but you know you put your head down for a minute you better pick that motherfucker back up you know and be like hey well i you know i've been defeated in this battle not drive you. not and not you haven't been defeated. You've just been defeated in this battle, you know, and it's all right to fucking feel your emotions and to feel, you know, knocked down and whatever, because we've all have. We've all been knocked the fuck down and slapped around and kicked while we're down. <clears throat> it's okay to feel defeated for a minute, but you better pick your motherfucking head back up. Like, all right, well, here's what we got to do now. You know, we haven't been defeated. We haven't been beat. Maybe we defeated that battle, but we haven't lost the war. So we're going to figure it the fuck out. And that's why, that's one of my traits that I really like about myself is I feel like I'm very relentless when it comes to anything. Like, I might get beat. I might get knocked down, but you're not going to defeat me, who I am and what I'm about. <clears throat> like, I might go through tough times and whatever the fuck is going on. Like I might be, you know, take a minute for myself, but I won't be beat. I won't be defeated because I'm going to figure it out and how to come back even stronger. So everyone else better be ready for it. You know, that's kind of my mentality. Might be down now, but I'm not out. Yeah. Got the box, the boxer mentality. I feel like you have to have that though. Like to really be okay in life. Cause I know that life, hits fucking hard and I see people get defeated and you know, and I see people go down bad roads or, you know, just drown themselves in alcohol for 10 years or drugs for years and years and years and just like, ah, fuck this shit. No, you gotta be strong. Yeah. You can get, you know, for a minute. Yeah. Soak it up, be sad, be whatever, feel your feelings, but you get back up. You don't say, well, I've been defeated. So, now my life's shit, and I'm going to blame everyone else, and I'm going to just drown myself over here. That's no way to live because you're going to be so much more miserable down the road than if you just ate it that, and you're like, how, how do I learn? Like, is that really <clears throat> how you want your story to end? That's that's it? That's that's a conclusion? Yeah, that you, you got your ass beat, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're down and never came back up? You You didn't go back to a new high? You didn't, you didn't amount to more than what your previous chapter was. Like, what a boring book. Come on. Right. Have you ever heard uh, Kevin Hart's, um, when he talks about that, about his book? Uh, I, he basically is like, hey, he's like, life is your book. Like, how good is your book going to be? Are you going to be, he's like, every single story, you know, movie, book, yeah, the hero has a hard time. He gets goes through shit. Starts off okay. Here's backstory. Then he fucking gets knocked down. And then he gets back up. <clears throat> He's like, how good is your book going to be? What is it going to be about? He's like, hey, well, he got, you know, he got this happened to him. And he fucking just went and crawled up in a ball and, you know, just and sat there for. The end of the book. Yeah, and that's his <laughs> book. And like, oh, well, then he was you know, drunk and, you know, whatever for the rest of your life or the top seller, Matt. Yeah. Or is he going to, you know, I don't know if he said this part, but 
you know, he's, he was just basically like, how good is your book going to be? Like, if you're like, hey, well, he overcame this and he overcame that and he overcame this and just kept fighting. And then all of a sudden he succeeded. And like, how much better is, do you want your book to be? Would you, I would rather have my book be that. Oh, I overcame everything in my life and still succeeded. Rather make, oh, he got knocked down on this and he stayed down. Like, what a book. Good uh, job. Yeah, Way to persevere, you antagonist. Good for you. Yeah, man. Everyone would be fucking like, oh, what a fucking puss. But there's a lot oh, of people well, who do that, you know? All I time. love the beginning chapter of this book, but the, the ending was kind of you know, <clears throat> depressing. Yeah, not much of a climax. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if at all. <laughs> chapter half? What the hell? Book's <clears throat> over? Man, what happened? You just stayed down? Yeah, that's the end of the book. And that's why he never heard his name. <laughs> huh, but if you think about that as your life, and you're like, hey, well, I want my story to be cool, great. And you can tell your story to friends or family or kids and pass down lessons and shit. I mean... But the better, the better lesson is to let other people tell your story. Oh, because yeah. you made that much of an impact that you don't even have to tell anymore. It's it's murmured and told from other people. Yeah. This is how cool this is how Jordan was. Jordan got was. cut from the high school basketball team. Like how many times has that story been told? Yeah, I mean that I mean it's a story that tells itself now. Mm-hmm. It's like Jordan got cut from the basketball team, so he went and <clears throat> sold cars for a living. That's not <clears throat> how the story ends. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh, like he became the greatest of all time. Six rings, overcame all that, became obsessed and to be the best, and he was. Like that is such a inspiring story, you know, for other people to learn from. Other than your shitty story of like, oh, well, you know, I, my wife left me and I, she took all my shit and I just cowered down and. And so I drank. So I drank and made just enough money to pay my bar tab and here I am. Didn't see my kids ever again. Like. Singing the blues. Yeah, like. Yeah, Pete, you might tell that story to your fucking bar friends, but they don't even want to hear it. No, not at all. You don't feel fulfilled in life. I feel like the only way you feel fulfilled in life is to overcome shit. Because without the bad shit, then the good shit wouldn't even be good. If you never lost, if you won a championship or Super Bowl, you'd be like, oh, well, this is cool. But if you lost, like Stafford lost his entire career with the Lions and then I just can only imagine how awesome. Oh, yeah. But how awesome he felt, though, losing his entire career and then went to the Rams and then won a Super Bowl. First year. Right? Like, that would have to feel so good, losing forever, trying your ass off, and then finally winning. But he would never feel that if he never felt loss or defeat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Like, I feel like you have to. You have to, though. That's why I don't feel like failing is that bad. Like, it sucks in the moment. 
but there's so many times where I'm so happy that I failed in certain times in my life. We haven't lost a fucking golf duo fucking. I haven't lost our golf shit yet, but, you know, yeah, we've lost plenty of other times, so we know we don't want to lose. We're just fluffing our feathers right now. Boy, yeah, come and take it. People, uh, three people. Call me Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call me that. <laughs> no, that's so many layers on that one. <laughs> so many layers like an onion. <laughs> that joke, that was a good one. Like that. <clears throat> Well, shit, P, that was not bad, huh? Not bad uh, episode. Maybe we'll sign her off. The duo, dynamic duo, back again. Back at it. Peacocking around. Yeah, peacocking well. Thanks for listening, people. We'll catch y'all next time.